grocery store shopping and she got these donuts too, these glazed donuts yeah. from the store. Best They're donuts. Good. Best donuts I've had in a long time. Make sure. They're so moist. <laughs> I ate like two on Saturday and two on dude, Sunday. Dude, that dude, that stuff will get me too sometimes. Um, like, this is why I can't have one because for me yeah. it's never just oh, one. Yeah, it's never just one, dude. I'll be like, I want a couple chips and then I'll eat half a bag. Yeah. I'm just like, golly, God, I quit doing that. I did that today with my buffalo dip I made. I was like, I'm just going to have a few pretzels <laughs> with it. And it ended up being like a handful. <laughs> uh, let me make sure the audio sounds all right. Troll room, how do we sound? I know some of y'all are in there. Oh, yeah. Let me. Troll room, how do we sound? Okay. I think, it, that pulled up. I think it sounds pretty good. I think I'm actually going to start be, being able to uh, make uh, clips. Nice. That'll yeah. be good. So I, I got to go for my job to the Air Force Base. That's like, I thought, you know, technically the city's only two hours away from me. But because of where it's located, it's actually like two hours and 40 minutes away from me. Yeah. Just to pick up my long-term base pass and turn right back around and drop on. Wow. I hate that stuff. I had to do, I did a is. ton of driving this weekend. Yeah, I feel you on that, man. About to do a ton of flying here shortly. Oh, yeah, let me let everyone know, too. Oh, I did it. Sorry. Oh, you did? Oh, you're good. Good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. That's why I keep you around. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm posting a couple of these discords, too. What's up, Jenna? What's up, Matthew? Sheesh. Go down here. Al is New Zealand, and Al is Georgia. New Zealand for Matt, and Georgia for... Jenna. Man, I haven't been very active in other people's discords recently. I kind of feel bad. Dude, it it's so hard. Um, you know. Yeah. I've been just trying to make clips and I, I haven't been able to make one. You know, I try to get into um other people's streams just to like keep up with people and i it's just it's a lot sometimes you know what i mean um i need to put this a schedule together of when everyone streams so i can hop in because <laughs> i've been missing that's a, that's a little ridiculous i i just like i'll when i'm working on stuff i'll pop youtube up and oh, yeah. and go like check on uh like if anybody's on you know what i mean so like if oh you know I, I get on because like I think Max usually streams on Sundays, um, and so if I'm if I'm here and I'm like editing or I'm doing other other stuff, uh, I'll pop into a stream. And I don't you know I don't always stay the whole time. Uh, but even if I'm not fully active, sometimes if I'm not doing anything or there's something else that I need audio for, I'll just put the stream on mute and leave it in the background. So you know because mm -hmm. it it helps everybody out. Uh, and I get it. You know we're we're all kind of in a similar position where it's like. It's tough sometimes to uh, get that algo going, and um, you know you gotta exactly. you gotta support the boys. Got to the boys and the ladies. 
Yeah, they don't, don't have they don't <laughs> they don't need nearly as much need. help. <laughs> Dude, I'm <laughs> telling I'm telling you like all I the 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 stats for stuff sometimes is so weird to me, but I, I think we're finally past the point in culture where it's not taboo anymore to be like women have a cheat code for internet culture. Like if you're if you're decently attractive, it's a cheat code. Like you can have a you know, like a sub count of like 500 followers and 50% of them are going to come into your live stream on a regular basis. Oh, that's wild. I'm telling you, man, it's like, it is, it's the weirdest thing. Oh, hello, Jenna. Welcome back. Glad you're here. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm literally <laughs> just talking about the people we subscribe Even on ladies. You creep. Yeah, we do have, uh, I haven't checked it in a while, but we, we usually sit somewhere between like a five and 10%, uh, female audience and i think a lot of that has to do with the witcher um because a lot of them hate uh, it too yeah. uh, that's true i think that's usually i was talking about like uh okay so you got x-ray girl you got melanie mac you have Brittany. oh man venti is that her last name and then some other people that we <laughs> you know have talked about on the show before yeah 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 i, I yeah I'm, I'm with you on that um, but I, I'm telling you, man, it don't get me wrong. Like, it's not like those creators don't work hard, but there's just like a built in audience for attractive women on the Internet. And I don't think that's controversial to say. And I feel yeah. like anyone who's like, that's not true, is just either ignorant to the situation or they're just lying to themselves. I would say I would port Jenna to the elders of his church, but uh, <laughs> I have a feeling they're probably worse than him. <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. Um, okay, but yeah, I think though you think do you think though that only lasts for it's out for a second when I hit record? <laughs> Sorry guys, I yeah I don't know I don't know why I decided to do that. Um, we should be good. Let's let's make sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. It, it looks good on my end, but you never know with this stuff, man. Um, all right. Well, I guess we uh, we we can get get to going on the topics. But before we do, Joseph, do you want to take a quick second to talk about the value for value system here at the underground? Yeah, I do want to. Our value for value system is a monetization model set up to where you can return the value you believe our content is worth in the form of your time talent and treasure your treasure meaning your monetary donations we no longer have our bitcoin wallet address up there uh, but you can go to our direct.me link at the top of the chat if you're in chat right now and or in our video description and from there you'll see where you can donate to our paypal you'll also see all of our social media accounts where you can support us there um, the other ways that you can donate to the show is via your, via your time and your talent. So any talent that you possess, editing, um, creating artwork, you know, if you want to send us any, you know, articles or games or movies or TV shows that you think would we would be interested in, we'll take a look at it. A lot of times we'll ask if Dave and I can't decide what we want to cover for the next week, we'll ask people in our Discord so you can join us there as well. But yeah, it's essentially just a way that you can return value to us for the value you think you're getting from our content. And it's a way to where we can keep our content advertisement free. 
Sorry. And everyone. speaking of streaming, by the way, I saw that now um, on Twitter, it's gearing more so towards that way. Streaming? Can, yeah, streaming. Like they're I, finally actually setting it up to where it's we'll see. Not we'll difficult, see. So. Uh, I, you know, some of the, do you remember threads? I was thinking about this the other day. Oh my Do you remember gosh. threads? I, I, I was, uh, I was talking to my boss recently and he's like really into the algorithm stuff and trying to figure things out. And at one point he was like, yeah, you know, you can get, apparently you can get paid out pretty well on threads for monetization. And I was like, what? I was like, how is that? Who's you? I don't even know anybody who uses that regularly. It's <laughs> right. like a world, like you know i had heard some people were having trouble with their instagram accounts if they actually started using threads so i was like i'm just staying away from it i'm not even gonna what do i need threads for uh twitter twitter yeah why do i need another twitter that also doesn't work well for me you know what i mean they're they're just gonna change their name to f (laughs) they they all just go the the, like the one letter thing is what we're gonna get apple just goes with a you know yeah, we'll just start calling our podcast you. You. To you. To you. Oh, yeah. goodness. Go I, I, dude, I still hate X. I think it's really stupid. It is. Um, I just, I, I, I don't. Shout out to that guy that had that as his handle and then didn't get anything for it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, sorry. Uh, I got a text that I have to answer very quickly. No, you're fine. But so I watched. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and get into it. Cause I know you didn't watch it, Lucky Dog. But for oh, our please. good audience, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's I, know. I watched Ahsoka and Will of Time, and this is my very brief review of it. It sucked. Okay, especially Ahsoka it was not memorable <laughs> at all, and I just really do not care to divest the energy and time to actually break them down. That's why I did that one. Was trying to do that one episode last week, which I remember the. The main thing I actually wanted to say with episode five, I don't know if you saw this, David, but when Leandrin brought the ladies, um, the women, to Whatever, yeah. the uh, Sanchin leader woman yeah, um, through the way portals. Uh, so when they were escaping, I don't know if you caught the edit on it, but it was edited so bad. It's basically like they just ran through a bush and uh, got past them. <laughs> uh, you know... Here's the way that my brain typically works with edits in this stuff. Um, it it almost has to be, and I'll talk about it a little bit when we get into the creator. Um, there, there almost has to be a, a, a certain level of quality for me to care about that. Mm-hmm. You know, like if a show is really, really bad, um, unless we're doing a kind of frame by frame breakdown that kind of stuff it's just par for the course at that point like if i'm not getting anything out of it i'm not paying enough attention to the edits now stuff will uh stuff will occasionally come up also hello to zach's in the troll room hey zach's i hope you're having a good uh good night thanks for joining us Depends on what part of Canada he's in. Uh, um, but I, I feel you, man. I mean, it's just it's it's exactly the same trouble that we were having with stuff in uh, uh, Rings of Power. Yeah, that was uh, your favorite TV show last year. Oh right? yeah, definitely, definitely. 
Um, you know, funny enough, I've, I've, I'm thinking, I've been thinking about it, and I need to catch up on a couple more movies this year uh, before we kind of get to what our favorite stuff of the year was. My favorite movie this year feels very different than what I have picked in past years. Um, Ooh, is it made so far. or produced by A24? Maybe. I don't actually remember. <laughs> that Okay, so that part... What's your favorite movie so far? I'm not I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it yet. I need to think about it. I think I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to watch it one more time. Um top 5, how about that? No, I don't have a top. I can't give you a top 5 yet. There's no way. Um I I have to kind of look back on on Dang. a lot of that stuff. But It's funny cuz I, I uh, made a uh, Google Doc that I was like I'm going to write down all the shows. Yes, I remember you saying out. that at the beginning of the year. <laughs> you didn't keep up with it, did you? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I think I went back like a a month or so ago to it. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about this. I need to yes." <laughs> I so need to add to this. So Wheel of Time and Ahsoka are still bad. I am in a. I'm in at least catch up on Ahsoka. I I've borderline given up on Wheel of Time at this point. I it is. Really? I just find it is more. such trash. <laughs> you know, the, I just think Ahsoka is worse. Well, see, the, to me. No, see, the reason Ahsoka isn't worse is because it's literally half the length like each episode is half oh, the length of an true. episode of wheel of time so it's it's less of a commitment for me to have to sit through that um and and wheel of time it, the, the the plot at this point is so gobbledygooked that it's just like the only reason i'm able to even remotely keep up with it is because of the context of the books so i have like some idea of where the story is headed um but you know that that's not good because it's not because the television show has me interested at all. It's just prior knowledge to all of this that kind of is like, all right, I kind of know where these pieces are headed. I kind of understand what they're doing. But I, I just find it to be such a wet blanket. I mean, they both are. That's Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it it's very much a... Uh, a um, what am I trying to say? Uh... Uh, you know, it's a it's a race to the bottom, right? It's bottom of the barrel. Right. We're like we talk about with a lot of this stuff. We're just in the basement at this point. Um, I just, you know, it's what, what bothers me with Willa Time more so than Ahsoka because Ahsoka just everything, even the characters seem boring to me and stuff like that. With the with Willa Time, like the characters, I don't think they do the characters well. Obviously, if you've heard any of my reviews, but the characters themselves. And what they're supposed to be seems seem interesting, yeah. But they've just made interesting bad and boring. Um, and you know, I can see what they were trying to do, and I'm like, man, like you had something here that could have been good with Ahsoka. I just like it's man. Star Wars. It's dead to me. I mean, it's just I don't care. Yeah. So we can use this to kind of transition. To, to hop into sort of the next topic right before we talk about uh, the creator. Um, mm-hmm. But I, at this point, am so curious what's going to happen when Disney tries to put out another Star Wars movie in the theater. Ooh. I can't imagine anyone is going to have any interest in this. Like, there's, I, you'll probably get some people who are curious, and then you'll have a lot of people who maybe even haven't been watching the television shows that are like, oh, oh all right, maybe I'll go check this go check this out but 
I, that's probably where Star Wars should stay is in the movies. They, I don't think they should really, unless you're going to, um, it just seems like Disney's whole plan with Star Wars and even with the movies are so stupid. Well, I say that to say this because you could have easily done shows on why didn't they put Han, Luke, and Leia together? Do a show on Darth Vader. Do a show on all these popular characters. Capitalize on that. Give the fans what they want. <laughs> well, they they Be- tr- they tried and they still failed. Like we got. I mean, we didn't get Darth. Yeah, we didn't get we didn't get Darth Vader, but we got Obi Wan, who is incredibly popular. But, but David, they had flying wells in Ahsoka. <laughs> we got Boba Fett, who is also incredibly popular. Um, but David, Anakin said snips in Ahsoka. <laughs> um, and. Every you know, you had a small vocal group of people. Definitely not necessarily pre. I can't remember the talking points around Boba Fett at the time. Uh, I know some people were still just in that like, oh no, like no, Boba Fett's great. You know, there were definitely people at the time defending Boba Fett. There were definitely people at the time defending Obi Wan, and there are definitely people right now defending uh, Ahsoka. When this is over, give it maybe half a week it won't be in on anyone and i don't even think it is at this point i think they they had a couple episodes where that you got your little jangling keys nostalgia bait and now we've moved on to no one cares anymore no one's yeah. I, you know i pull up twitter no one's really talking about it it's not, there's no one that's more in like our neck of the internet that's that's kind of like poke, poking fun or pointing out like y'all are being ridiculous for thinking this is good uh you're not getting any of that anymore it, it's it's dead silent like everyone has i think at this point everyone has moved on from ahsoka and at least ahsoka had that wheel of time has not had any of that i oh, yeah. i Those i looked are, up there down yeah i had uh, I said I was looking up because I was curious. I looked. I just typed in Wheel of Time season two and went to like the news section, and of course, like that's how I found those articles of IGN giving episodes of it nines. But the people were kind of talking about like trying to paint it in this good light. But I'm like, no one is talking about this. I think Disparu is one of the well. I know technically Mexicans talking about it on his stream, but like Disparu is the only person that I know that is like hundred k subs plus on YouTube that is talking about that show. At all, I, I don't think anyone else cares one bit for it, and there's there's good reason because it is terrible. Like if if I was a normal person, um, on the internet, I, I would not watch. Like I would, you know, I would have stopped Wheel of Time after those three episodes, those yeah, first right. original three episodes from from season one. I, I would never have gone any farther. It was it became one of those things where I was like, well, maybe there's something to talk about here. You know what I mean? That's that's the thing that'll get me into watching stuff that I probably wouldn't ever touch uh, a lot of the time. So, but yeah, man, I, I it's weird. I, I'm curious about what happens if we actually get this Ray movie because um, I'm still not convinced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I feel you on yes. that. I've actually been looking up. I, Hi, Jake I think D, Ahsoka by the way. has done better numbers than, no, it hasn't. No way it did better numbers than Will of Time. <laughs> but I saw the Will of Time's numbers were down, I want to say, somewhere like 50% from season one. It, dude, it's atrocious, dude. It might. I just. I could be over exaggerating that number, but I mean, it's up there. Yeah. It's really high for from a season one premiere to 
<laughs> season two. Zach said he did a Wheel of Time stream last year and he can't be bothered to watch it anymore. Yeah, I I feel the sentiment, man, for sure. Hey, Zach, just send me your address and DMs <laughs> and I'll start sending you Wheel of Time gear. <laughs> so all of that being said, I kind of wanted to move in. I, I, I put in the, the stream uh, title talking about the decline in uh, movie theaters. And I kept it vague on purpose because I'm coming at this from a couple different ways. Um, and I, I, I'm I throwing this out there because I want to know if I'm sort of alone in this or if there are, you know, where people are ultimately landing. Um, and I know the experience is somewhat different depending on where you go now um, because there's a lot of places that are trying to do, like, fancier food and they'll like bring it to you or you know you have all of this different stuff that's going on so I know the experience will be different and that's kind of where the first part of this discussion comes from before we get into the creator because I will pop this into that um so I was just making some notes um just kind of some of the stuff that bothers me about going to the movie theater now um and I I put uh first I don't like having my time wasted um, and one of the things that happens now, and I'll say this, that going to see the creator in the theater, the, it, it was less of a problem this time than it has been in other situations. Mm. Um, I'm really tired of how many trailers that they play in these things. Um, I, I know there's probably a reason for it that I, I imagine that there's money actual like money involved for them to play the the trailers at the beginning of these movies. Um, uh, there's got to be money changing hands somewhere in there, uh, and they also now just play ads in the middle of showing you trailers. I got like oh, I got really? like yeah I got like two or three trailers, an ad for the new iPhone, and one or two more trailers before the movie started. Now, it was only 15 minutes, which is actually quite short nowadays. Um, I don't know if anybody has been to a theater recently where it's like you're in there for like half an hour before the movie starts. You know, you're nah, expecting... It hasn't been that bad for me. Maybe it's it just depends on like the type of theater. I've gone to Regal's. So we have we don't have an AMC anymore, but we have Cinemark and we have Regal. The Regal, mm-hmm. I, dude, the Regal will play 25 to 30 minutes of trailers, ads, and previews. Like, you'll get your you'll get your kind of, like, stupid stuff before your movie's actual start time. Then right. you'll get your trailers. Sometimes they'll throw ads in there along with that. And then you'll get another, like, four or five minutes of just garbage that, they're, oh, we're trying to amp you up. It's like, dude, just start the movie, please. <laughs> I don't want any of this. You know, it, it was one thing before the internet was big and you would go in and it was like exciting because maybe there was a trailer that you hadn't seen yet or you didn't know about. Um, now, I'll admit, again, my experience this time felt very different because, and it's partially because I just haven't been paying attention as much to stuff that's upcoming. Um, there are a couple things coming out that I, I was like, oh, these actually look pretty good. I was like, this is less of a problem than it normally is when I go to to the theater, but... I've seen enough movies this year where, you know, they showed that Elemental trailer in every theater that I've been in uh, before that movie came out. Every oh, single yeah. time. And I was like, I have no interest in this. They're Why do you keep... to hype that movie up. Yeah, bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward and to And I do agree with you, Zach, by the way, that um, 
I've heard a lot of people, mainly David, that have read the books um, of Will of Time and that say that it has diverged from the books uh, a ton, that it's not even ad adaptation as you put it. Uh, and then I've also heard people say that who have read the books that if you haven't read the books, you probably enjoy this show a lot more. And it sounds like me and David equally dislike Will of Time. Yeah. Um, um, but I think one of the issues is for me on the decline of movies in regarding the trailers is that most of the trailers I've seen before I go to the movie. So now it's kind of like, what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'd i rather just almost rather just get in there and go with the movie, but I didn't, it, it is, don't get me wrong. I do enjoy the, the trailers before the movies are used to, whereas now it's just, well, I've already seen this. So, mm -hmm. um, I, uh, I, I put this, uh, this in there too. Sometimes the ads in the theater, uh, are very preachy about critical race theory. There's this like whole movement now of uh, trying to have direct like directors of color or people in the industry of color, like blank of color, mm. and that's like their whole thing. And I'm sitting there like, people are more than just that. Yes, and we've talked about this in the past, and it it frustrates me to no end because it's like just tell good stories. Do you have experiences yeah. that you think could be transformed into a good movie uh write it have someone edit your work don't think you're an auteur and start putting out movies it's like and and yeah. again so many people think they're Zack snyder yeah well Zack snyder thinks that he's like yeah <laughs> hey listen when, that was just for you yeah when his you know listen when is uh when rebel moon comes out in december we'll we'll give it a fair shake i'm always willing like you know, I want, like, that's the thing is that I think that I've always thought that Zack Snyder has had interesting vision. I just think he's a terrible writer. I don't think he should be writing his own movies. Um, mm. I, I think it's a problem in Hollywood right now where all of these directors who are, they have vision. Like, they, they probably are good directors. Like, I don't think it's, it would be controversial for me to say that Snyder's a good director. Uh, he's got issues, and his vision has problems too, like his slow motion thing. We've talked about it, but I th I think he has he has like a certain visual style that he likes. He's got a vision that he likes, um, but he just can't craft a story like some other people can, and that's what Hollywood is desperate for. It's why this when this whole writer strike was going on, I was like, who cares? I was like, there's nobody out there. Well, okay, not there are very few people out there who are writing compelling stories. Right. That's it. You know, no and one. Hopefully, with the new uh, deal they just struck, from what it sounds like, there's going to be, you know, not too many people are buying that many scripts now, so there's going to be less uh, shows and movies, and hopefully more quality. Now, obviously, hopefully. there's going to be stuff sprinkled in, but we'll I was see. listening to, I was actually listening to a, sh a stream and Screen Doctor, um, or Script Doctor, uh -huh. I forget, uh, was talking about the. Yeah, script doctor. He was talking about the deal, and it's going to lessen the amount of shows and movies that come out, uh, and hopefully that eventually entails better writing, like quality writing. Yeah. So. And uh, well, I, I'll, I'll. I think it, I've got a point to make about it when we get to the, and I've I've said it before, um, but the creator was filmed on a camera that only cost the body only cost about four grand. Which might sound like a lot of money, but for a cinema grade camera, 
dirt like, cheap. It's dirt cheap. And Sony's, because Sony's like mainline one, so the one that I w- is one, two, three, probably four or five steps, like gr- like grades above that a lot of yeah. people are using. You're talking 25K. That's the one you use at work, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I, 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 dude, it is a, mm, I, mm, I could go on forever about this camera. I, I love it. Um, I think it shines through in the movie as well, but we'll get into it. Um, let me see. What other points did I make? I had a few others that I wanted to get to. Uh, oh, uh, it's not everywhere. Um, ticket prices are getting too high. Yep. Movie, mo- a lot of these movies suck, and the prices are getting way, you know, when you're getting into that, like, $15 range for, for a non-matinee movie, I-, I just get to the point where I'm like, maybe I don't really want to go see this. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like, uh, I- I'd like to. Inflation's hitting curious, everywhere. And it's it's bad, dude. It's just, it. I think that's part of, I think inflation has a good bit in there too, to where, you know, it's part crowds are not, there's not as many people going to the movie theater, but then also it's inflation too. It's a more complex issue than simply just bad products being made, but it's bad products being made as well. And and maybe that is actually the lead driver to it is just bad writing over and over and over again. So people are like, you know what? bump it i can see this on streaming in three months well it's yeah Why it's, not? it's like every time i go see something now i get kind of excited like if i go to the theater to see something i'm like oh sweet but then in the back of my head i'm kind of like uh you know um so we'll we'll see we'll see there's a couple because i'm still worried about that with a couple movies coming out where i'm like these kind of look good but i just don't know yeah i want to see as Jake mentioned, I want to see Godzilla minus one in the movie theater. I also want to see uh, the Napoleon movie in the movie theater. I think that would be that would be fun. Yeah, Napoleon looks good. Um, yeah. What other movies are supposed to be coming out this year? Uh, oh yeah, we got a uh, Aquaman. That's probably definitely going to be the best movie of the year. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, it looks terrible. It's basically <laughs> Black Panther. It's literally Dude, the I'll... plot for Black Panther for the most part. Like it's it's a little weird. Dude. I was like, what is Killmonger doing in Aquaman? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, oh man, so we got because they pushed Dune out. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about. And they pushed. Yeah. Uh, War the Rehirim from April, but I mean it was already coming out next year, but to uh, late next year. What else is coming out this year? Um, there's one, well, this one's coming out next year. I'm looking up the title of it because I saw a trailer yesterday. Uh, it's being directed by Matthew Vaughn, who did the Kingsman movies. Um, oh, Silent Night? Oh, is, no, no. Because I know, no, oh, Arville. Uh, yeah. Arville, the one with uh, Henry Cavill. Argyle. Argyle, yeah. yeah, whatever. Um, the the thing that worries me about it is there was a movie that came out with Channing Tatum, uh, <clears throat> and um, oh, man, what is her name? Her name slipped in my mind. I'm like, see her face. She was in um, Miss Congeniality. You know who I'm talking about? Oh yeah, Sandra. Bullock. Sandra Bullock. It came out last year, year before, that had like not the same premise, but they're similar, and. You know, Matthew Vaughn makes, like, pretty violent, irreverent movies. Like, that's that's his thing. And so I'm sort of like, okay, well, who is this movie for? Because it's got that sort of, like, chick flick vibe. 
but it's a director that I like and I would want to go see his movie. So I'm very confused, which is one I think it comes out in February. Um yeah, February 2nd. So I I'm 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 just curious. Um if this is going to be interesting cuz like I, you know the cast is sort of mixed for me. It's like you've got like Dua Lipa in it and Bryce Dallas Howard. Um Oh yeah. But it's also, you know, it's got uh Henry Cavill, Samuel L. Jackson, um the girl who played Gazelle in um, Kingsman, I think, is in it as well. So he's bringing a lot of the cast back. Um, and, like, I, I think uh, John Cena's in it, too, who I, like, you know, despite real-life circumstances, like, he's all right in movies. You know, he's, I don't think yeah. he's really leading man material. I've never, I've never gotten that vibe from him. Um, but he's all right. Uh, you know, an ensemble cast, that whole deal. Right. Um, so I we'll agree see. with that. I think that's a good characterization. Of John Cena so far. Uh, let me ask oh, you: Five Nights at I'm... Freddy's. <laughs> that, yeah, that's probably going to be terrible. Let's let's be honest. We're I don't think we've entered the quite entered the age yet, or where we can say we've entered the age of good video game adaptations. You know, Mar- yeah. Mario, Arcane. Maybe the Troll Room's got some other ones. Uh, yeah, Jake, the Spy Family movie right. is coming out this year too, but I feel like. I can't put that. <laughs> that that feels like it belongs in a different category. You know what I mean? Um, oh, that's also, true. We do have to go see that though. There is the Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds. Oh, and Snake pass. Out. pass. How do you? Okay, that's pass. what I thought. Yeah, no way. I'm kind of right there I, with no. you. We have I, Wish coming out. At I the, wouldn't right even. Around. Even if uh, Jenna, not Jenna Ortega. Oops, sorry, y'all. <laughs> Rachel Zegler. Yeah, Rachel Zegler wasn't in it. Uh, you know, if Jenna Ortega was in it. I, there'd be curiosity, but Rachel Zegler, it's like, even if she wasn't in it, I probably wouldn't be all that interested, but her being in it especially, I'm like, I'm not even going to waste my time. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't really you. care about it, even if she wasn't. Hung- Hunger Games is long past. It's- uh, oh, yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon looks interesting. I I can't figure that movie out yet because the first trailer I saw for it, you know what I'm talking what, what that movie is? It's the one with Leonardo DiCaprio, um, and he's he's living on an Indian reservation. Yes. Um, it looks interesting. I can't figure out the tone of that movie because the first trailer I saw had more of a dark comedy uh, twist to it. And then I saw a trailer in the theater uh, for the creator and it looked more of like a dark, just straight, like it, this is a very serious movie. Mm. Um, so the trailers are not, and you know how trailers are, but like they're they're giving me mixed messages about what this movie is. Um, so curious for sure. It's not, not necessarily high on my list. I, I haven't, um, I don't know. Uh, we, we have wish coming out too around Thanksgiving and that's when Napoleon too, as well. Um, is it wish that, that Disney Disney movie? movie. Uh, No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really, uh, Martin Scorsese is who I was thinking of. He's directing killers of the flower moon care that much to um, see it did you ever um, see scorsese's last film uh the one that came Irishman. out on netflix yeah yeah i did i thought it was too pretty long. pretty mid um yeah i didn't think it, it was, was that too great. long uh that's what i mean like you got if you're gonna have a three-hour runtime you gotta movie? bring that stuff home there's so many different parts in each act where it dra- drags on too much 
And I think you're right. Like certain directors, they need somebody who can say no, but at the same time that they're not going to get that when audiences turn out to them, you know? Yeah. He apparently but Godzilla minus go ahead. Was, apparently Scorsese did two little projects between Irishman and killers uh, of the flower moon. Uh, yeah. Godzilla plus one looks cool. I, that I'm looking forward to that. Or is yeah, it minus, it's minus one, forward. isn't it? Not plus one. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, it's, plus, it's a minus one. Looking forward to seeing it. We got a new uh, Willy Wonka movie coming out towards the end of the year, but per apparently this is more going to be like his origin story. So at least it's not repeating the same story Who's again. Origin story? Sorry, Willy Wonka. Oh, dude, no, no way. Uh, <laughs> Pass. Then, dude, they should have just left it. Willy Wonka was done. I I am hesitant to say perfectly. You are never going to top the Gene Wilder one. It's never going to happen. It just well, isn't going to happen. This one isn't that. Like how Johnny Depp's was just a retelling of that story. This is an origin story of just great. So <laughs> I, I, I'll say that. Whoop whoop de friggin do. Like what? <laughs> you know it. They just they keep going back to the well for this stuff. And and it just gets worse and worse as time goes on for me. Or it's like, can we please stop doing? It? We don't need an origin story for Willy Wonka. No one, no one is asking for that. In the same way, no one is asking for a prequel to The Hunger Games ten years after that series was popular. Dude, that, we yeah, don't right. need these things. Like it, it's so. They're just. I, I hate. That we live they in should just stream. release that movie out on uh, TikTok and Twitter. <laughs> Wonka Cinematic Universe. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, and then the last thing, and this will lead into the creator. Wait, wait, I wanted to ask you, did you see that trailer for The Book of Clarence? It was supposed to release this year, but it got pushed back. The Book of Clarence. Uh, I yeah. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that, man. I I think it's just supposed to be, uh, to my understanding, it's a guy who sees Jesus and how much uh, popularity he's like envious like he gets of him. and his followers yeah. get, and he gets envious of him and tries to recreate a lot of the um, miracles that Jesus uh, does is kind of what I gather from it. I, that I could be wrong. Isn't Jay Z? Is Jay Z's like really involved with that, right? Yeah, what, what's it so. called again? It's called the Book of Clarence. The Book of Clarence. For a second, I thought it was going to be like the freaking Book of Thomas or Book of Peter or like one of the Gnostic Gospels. I'm like, oh, January. Gosh. Oh, dude, it's coming out in January. You know what they do? You know what January is typically considered, right? Dead month. Yeah, that's where you send all of your movies to die. Yeah. Um. So, let me see. No. Kind of like why Will of Time got released. So Jay-Z is somehow well, attached to this. They did September, but how The Witcher uh, got released during the summer, because typically that's something you would release during the fall when you'll have more views, but because Netflix didn't believe in it, they released it during the summer. Yeah. All right. The last thing that I had on the list uh, was theater etiquette is awful these days. Um, mm. Dude... I so I, I I go in right, I pick a seat in the middle. There's no one else on that on the row. Um, go sit down. I'm like, all right, this is pretty good. Uh, I like when I'm go, especially if I'm going to watch something that I want to like write notes about, and I want I want to be like away from people. One because if I have to pull my phone out and I'm taking notes, um, 
I don't want to disturb anybody that's like near me. Uh, but also, I just don't. When I go see movies, I don't typically like to be near other people in the theater because uh, it's just hard sometimes for me to stay focused. Um, and it's the decline has gotten worse and worse. And dude, I got sat next to this lady, and you know, Lord bless her, but she had either some sort of septum issue or like. But she ha- was like shortness of breath through the whole movie. The whole movie, dude. I could just hear her going. <sighs> And I was like, "Holy smokes!" I was, it was, it was bad. And like, That's they were not really on her, though. Yeah, but it is. I don't want to, dude. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't. I. I can't take that going on in the theater. And it is, dude. Because she was like, wait, she was really overweight. And I get it. And that's where that com- that's where that comes from. But. At the same time, I think more of the uh, theater etiquette that I'm like is people being on their phones or people talking. Oh, well, that and... was, yeah, I'm getting there with all okay. that. That was all going on, too. But I'm going to go see a movie with you next time, and I'm just going to breathe in your ear through the whole movie next time. <laughs> was she right, right? Dude, she was literally right. I mean, like, I, I'm not exaggerating that it was just like. You breathe in my ear. Through, time, through the entire life. movie. It's, it's, it's just frustrating. And they were like. T- they kept like talking and commenting the entire time, and I I'm just like, oh, dude, I'm at I the point now when I'm watching a movie, and people start asking me questions. I'm like, watch the movie. Yeah, well, and that's the that's the the problem is that there's just like there was so much going on in there, and I'm like, guys, this is not the place for that. And then it's just like small stuff where like they they would they just like were constantly either like commenting or like grunting or making some sort of noise reacting to what was going on in the movie and i'm i'm just like it's just distract it's very distracting for me you know i like the the autist in me like comes out i think when i'm in the theater or something cuz it it's one of those things that yeah, i all of a sudden don't go breathe around david yeah yeah do please don't breathe in my ear i but i'm i'm just like uh all of a sudden people start getting insecure around a yeah, heavy breathe around you. yep but it was what dude, it was just one of those things that th- that stuff would happen, and I'm I'm going, why was that your reaction? You know, like send your boss a message and say, hey, don't yeah. sit by David on the plane. <laughs> um, just all sorts of stuff like that, dude. I mean, I've it, it's it it wasn't the I've had experiences where like, you know, people are just straight up having conversations that aren't even pertaining to the movie in the theater, and they're like throwing oh. popcorn at each other. And you just you literally I've I've had to because I'm just like I'm I paid money to come and watch this like I there just used to be a certain amount of etiquette and not only like if you go into a theater right like this is the this is typically the urinal rule in the men's restroom it should be the same in the theater if there are always plenty, look down to the left yes if there are plenty of seats in the theater put space between you and the person next to you if you don't know them. Just just oh, do it. Right? And that's the problem is like, dude, I was the only person on this aisle and they picked the two seats sitting right next to me. And I know some I, of this is I a think little bit people petty. People just aren't that uh, observant and social and aware of their surroundings, but there have been many times or maybe not many times, but there have been some times where we've gone to the theater and for those who don't know my wife, um, she's not the tallest person in the world. <laughs> and uh, 
there's literally like what you're talking about plenty of seats around us even like right in the middle right just yeah. go a, a, a row down yeah and to where um just even a dude by himself or a dude with a woman will come and sit right in front of my wife and i'll be like listen i'm just gonna i literally stand up and say let's switch yeah just so oh, you can I, see dude you i've know, had that just like it's yeah. just ridiculous man. yeah sometimes i've i've had it's not as bad for me but i there have definitely been a couple times where some like absurdly tall person and i know that it's like i'm being uh i get it this is not i just think that like there are certain things in the if there's nobody etiquette if, there, if there's no other it's just like yeah like you're talking you know about I mean? here yeah if there's other seats you can sit in that offer you the same view that's one thing i totally get one to sit in the middle you gotta do what you can and, yeah. and again it's okay not everyone's always observant of everyone and everything it's just i definitely get the the petty annoyance is what you're referring to that it causes bro i just wanted to ask her if she needed a ventilator (laughs) well nobody needs that (laughs) we know what happens when that happens (laughs) she has a preference david she's discriminating (laughs) whatever man i don't care um yeah i just i'm telling you man i just david uh, is discriminating against people who get shortness of breath. I don't like I, I what it ultimately comes down to is like I hate the fact that you go you're trying to have like an experience at the theater and it's like there are just so many factors to things that can ruin that. Whereas like if I'm at home, you know, whatever. Like if I had had to pay like 20 bucks to see this, but I got to stay home, I might have chosen that. Just for the sake of being able to to have like a experience where I can focus on it, and I don't I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? I like how if, loud it is for me. Yeah, I would, that's the thing I'm trying to think about. I'm like, well, really, just depends. I mean, and, and also the kind of movie. I'm imagining if I went and saw 300, because I remember it being a really loud movie. Of course, the theater I went and saw it in was packed, and yeah. I was literally on the first row right in front oh, of the TV screen. Oh, that's so, that's rough. And that's, my head was like straight yeah. up watching. I actually remember yeah. it. It actually was a good experience. I had a fun time. Uh, but I, and I think that is something to consider when you go. Like you, I think you just have to be. When when I when I when I talk about the etiquette, it's not like like hard rules all the time. Because like, sure, if you're going to Avengers Endgame on the opening night and the theater is packed and you're like, I would like a very quiet experience where no one is clapping and yelling. You've gone to the wrong showing. Oh, and I, I think oh, I'm so glad you said that. You know what Actually, I mean? I was talking about to my uh, to my wife the other day when we were watching Harry Potter. I was like, man, I remember going to see this in the movie theater and all these stupid people started clapping every time someone came <laughs> on screen. I was like, stop. It's just an actor coming on screen. Yeah, there's definitely times where that is a problem. I just but there's I guess ways like now with to the breathing. Avoid. The breathing wouldn't bother me if it if the theater if it wasn't a if if it was a quiet movie it would bother me if it yeah. was a loud movie it wouldn't bother me which you know there are there is action in the creator but it's not all you know there are very much uh, quiet scenes of dialogue and you know you're trying to like pay attention and you just hear <sighs> and you're just like holy it, smokes <laughs> okay just goes around calling people look at that mouth breather. Uh, let's 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 get into this. Um now, Joseph, I know you have not seen all of this movie. Um David's gonna start I'm very people, bitter. Uh, I'm gonna start a <laughs> I'm gonna start a movie theater that give people uh 
that test people' oxygen's level, and you have to be. <laughs> no, dude, but like seriously, like go get that looked at. That cannot be. That can't be good. <laughs> like if you, if we, dude, if we were, if we were on here, and like every time I was talking, all of a sudden you started breathing heavily into the mic, like I'd be worried about you. <laughs> like, just start breathing hot and heavy, just wheezing the whole time. Um, oh, we didn't really talk about SAG AFTRA. Whatever, we'll we'll talk about that another week. We kind of did. I we'll, talked about we'll, the deal. Yeah, we'll. Or, t- well, yeah, the we'll, actors are still on strike. Thankfully, yeah, we'll wait until things kind of resolve themselves. You know, see what things are like in a couple weeks. Um. All right. So, Joseph uh, didn't do his all of his homework. Nope. Which is fine. You can ask me questions, and I'm going to run through uh, a lot of this. So just stop me whenever, and you can ask cool. me. Okay. All right, now, so tell me the uh, plot synopsis of The Craven. <laughs> that's funny because it's the first thing I have on my list. Um, so I believe this is according to IMDb. Uh, the creator, uh, as the future war between human race and artificial intelligence rages on, ex-Special Forces agent Joshua is recruited to hunt down and kill the creator, the elusive architect of advanced AI, um, also known as Nermada in the movie, uh, which they, they show in like this... A uh, little uh, dictionary-looking uh, screen at the beginning. Um, yep. Joshua is recruited to hunt down and kill the creator, the elusive architect of advanced AI. The creator has developed a mysterious weapon that has the power to end the war and all of mankind, allegedly. As Joshua and his team of elite operatives venture into enemy-occupied territory, they soon discover the world-ending weapon is actually an AI in the form of a young child. Uh, and the movie goes on from there. That covers roughly the first act of the movie. And is it purely, are the AIs purely AIs, or do they combine like uh, elements of being a human and elements of being AI together? Does that make sense to where there is yeah. a, mm-hmm. a human soul and AIs attached? So, so it is- here's, it's... Uh, I, I'll That's do... what I was kind of getting from the movie that it wasn't purely just a robot. So they a bit of both. they are, but the idea being that so and I this is something I wish the movie had been a little more like solid on in the writing. There's quite a few things, and and I'll I'll get into it. Um, but since since you asked, um, it is more of that they were created, but then somewhere along the line the um the line or somewhere along the way the line between whether the ai was sort of this intelligent living being versus just being a computer and like a program that you shut off and it's it's kind of one of the themes in the movie is this idea that like joshua's going around and every time he he kills he kills one of these things um he goes i just turned it off um and the logic begins to sort of get like twisted on him uh again mm-hmm. i don't it's a criticism of the movie i don't think that they they focus on some of that hard enough um, in the sense that I don't think that they get into it the way that they should have. Uh, The movie does a lot of things well and has a lot of problems. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to spoil a couple things, but you would have picked these out as soon as they happened and been like, seriously? Like, you're kidding me, right? And I'll say that the things that I, I oil it. That's how we yeah. review, David. So you need to. I'll get there. 
we'll get to spoilers soon enough. Um, the things that I dislike about this movie seem like um, studio interference more than uh, Gareth Edwards' vision for the movie. Mm. Opinion, interesting. Like solely, like I'm, I'm, I'm taking this on as like there are certain things that happen in this movie that I go. These are very out of place for the type of movie that this is. Um, you know, I know you said you watched some of it. I, I, I assume you got the opinion of it that it is very serious. Like, this is a dark, sci-fi, existential type of movie. I would assume that's kind of where you yep. landed. Um, yep. That's and I actually appreciated that with what I did see yes. about the movie that it went in well, that direction because so much is just filled with, <laughs> you know, lighthearted comedic relief. Which again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just no. in everything now. Well, I hate to and I don't, and I don't mean like nihilism, right? You know? It's not, and I that's the thing is I don't think this movie is nihilistic. I, I don't think it does a, a a good enough job. I don't think that the elements and the themes are strong enough throughout. Uh, to really bring it home for me, um, I'm very mixed on this. And I hate to break the news to you, but unfortunately there are some very out-of-place jokes in this movie. Like, stuff that's just like, oh, why did you do that? Like, very... Like, there... There's two in particular that are incredibly frustrating. I was, like, willing to forgive one of them, but it happens again... And I'm like, this is not the type of movie for, like, what I would call shenanigans. Straight up. Mm. Like, dumb interference-type shenanigans where a someone from the studio read the script, and this is this actually happens, all right? So, spoiler, quick, quick little spoiler, because I, I can't keep talking about the movie without giving a little more context to at least one of these. And in what I would consider probably the start of the second act, um, Joshua and Alfie, who is the young girl who's the AI, um, they're running from not only the uh, the 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 part of Asia that they they call it's like the Asian Alliance type deal. Uh, So it's essentially um, them, and then like the United States, and the United States is like completely anti AI. Funny, right? Kind of some. There are definitely some modern things going on with this, but I like that they keep some of that stuff pretty um, vague, and that they don't just go like it's exactly this thing. But you can definitely read what they're throwing out in in certain scenes in the movie. Um, but it's these two th- uh, factions essentially, and America. Uh, a nuke is dropped on L.A., and the AI is blamed for it. Um, and so it, and then when, uh, the Asian Alliance essentially starts this, they basically go like, well, we're, we like AI. We think it's incredibly helpful for us. Um, and it's advancing society for us. So screw you. We're going to keep doing it. And so the United States, uh, military industrial complex essentially goes to war with these people over a preference that they have. Kind of an interesting little plot point there, I thought, um, which I appreciated. I thought that was 
that was uh, well implemented. And I think the first act in this movie is pretty strong. But then this moment happens, Joseph, where they're running away um, from a, a number of people who are out to get Alfie specifically, the young AI. Mm-hmm. And they go into this, uh, this house and get a truck and uh, Joshua is trying to start the truck and the police are of the, the this like Asian country are surrounding them right it's like a bunch of AI um, I think there's a few humans in the mix as well um, and they throw a grenade into the garage where Joshua and Alfie are right and, and we're talking a real grenade like this thing's gonna blow up and kill them if if it if it goes off it's counting down and a random dog picks up this grenade in its mouth carries it back outside to the police, drops it, and blows them all up so that Alfie and Joshua can escape. And I was like, I cannot believe you put that in this movie. That's what we like to call plot convenience. Dude, more than convenience. Like, holy smokes, dude. Like, just, you want to talk about ripping me out of a movie? We talked last week about suspension of disbelief. And... I'm almost getting frustrated. This moment in this movie frustrates me so much. And it happens again, by the way, with a different animal later on in the movie. Not to the oh, degree God. that this happens. Like, it's, it's not as impactful as it was. And But you could tell that these two moments, dude, were specifically played for the, haha, isn't it funny that a dog did that? And all I could see, like, studio interference all over this, where they're reading the script and they go, man, this movie's really serious. You need to put some levity right here. You know, all of these people have just died, and it's 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 really you know it just it, it was almost like Marvel popped in the don't room. Have big ba- brain, they have small brain. Dude, they I laugh, laugh. I was so I want now. I don't th- I don't think uh, one of one of the other things, and I'll get into it. I don't think the character writing is very good in this movie. Uh, I think it's pretty weak for most of the cast. Um, I think well, Joshua you, and you got ahead of yourself. Yeah. I gotta ask the important. Go question. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did the dog die? No, that was the other thing that was ridiculous about it too. That it just this dog drops this grenade perfectly. It rolls down a little hill to where all of these police are standing, blows them all up, and walks away. And you know, it's one of those things that people in the it was theater an AI went. Dog. No, it was just a normal random dog, just a dog. <laughs> and you know, people in the theater went ha ha ha, and I'm just like, uh, just cheap laughs. I I just hate it, dude, because. I want a director's cut of this where it's a lot more focused on Joshua and Alfie and their journey from beginning to end. And we're not dealing with just this stupid, like all they had to do for that scene, because they already had a moment of, of attention, like right Mm -hmm. before that. And all they needed to do was it's that, that pacing, right? We talk about pacing a lot. Boom, boom, like things are happening. We need to keep the story moving forward. So the situation in the house happens. We're past that. They get in the car. The police are coming after them. Oh, man, the car's not starting. Alfie uses her abilities to get the car started. So you're adding character development to her in that moment. And they drive off and the police are like shooting at them as they're driving away. Right. That was, that's what, that, that, you're getting through these moments, but... You know, and and because the movie is only about a two-hour running time, and I think for the most part the pacing is like fine. I I, I wouldn't say it's great, because um, there are quite a few like stumbling blocks along the way, and a lot of it is just because they don't 
they don't flesh out any of the other characters in the movie except for Joshua and Alfie and then um, Jimmy Chan, who was in Eternals. Yeah. Uh, she's the his wife, um, mm-hmm. Maya. She gets enough, right? I, I it, For her role in the movie, I think she, what they did with her is fine. Um, it's not incredible, but it's also not bad. Um, I actually was happy. Like, I didn't realize it was her, and I was like, oh, man, like, she actually did all right in this. Uh, there, you know, it, it, she had a, you know, for the role that they gave her, it's decent. So what um, was her motivation? What do, you, what do you mean? Maya's? What? Yeah, Maya's, like, character uh, motivation it's a bit, throughout it's a, the movie. It's a pretty big spoiler. Okay. Which might have already given it away, but there, her, her role in the movie, um, is is essentially Joshua's motivation. So there are events that happen at the beginning, and then the military. Like there, and, and this is one of the worst parts, man. Uh, I I think with you, we talk about the character stuff because you know in the plot summary it talks about how Joshua goes with this elite team to try to track down um, this robot, mm-hmm. this AI, and I was getting major aliens vibes from uh those specific uh, parts yeah. but there's no character development for any of the military people in this movie they're all just m- random military person like a b c d then you have colonel and you have colonel's like go- like d- like dog like the one that is doing all the things and you i would have thought that the colonel and um his name is McBride in the movie <coughs> who's like her right hand man I was hoping for maybe some development there. They do it like you get a little bit of the kernel towards the beginning of the movie, um, but not much. And it just becomes really frustrating because as the movie goes on, you're like, the movie would have been mostly the same if these characters weren't in it. That's interesting. <laughs> Which is really, it was just, you know, that's the, the biggest weakness of this movie and what makes it a little bit harder for me to recommend is the character writing. I, sh- I think, think it's about the below average. World, what do you think about the world oh, building? Now, I'm glad you brought this up. On the other hand, I think the world building is strong. I think this is one of the reasons why I would say that I think that Gareth Edwards is a... I, I have him in the category right now of Gareth Edwards is a good director. And what I mean by that is that he understands... He puts a team together that knows how to get things done. That no has a very he has a very specific visual style in his movies. This movie's got some similarities visually to Rogue One, uh, which was I think one of the strongest points of Rogue One, especially when it came out. He directed that, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Um, yes. He he knows how, like visually how to put all of these pieces together. He co-wrote this with someone else. And I don't know who's at fault for a lot of the stuff in the in the in the script, but I just think it's really weak. But visually, very very good. Lots of very interesting uh, visuals. I think that whoever the team was, I didn't look it up, but whoever the team was that put the the CGI together in this movie, it is some of the best that I've seen in a long time. Which isn't saying a lot, but it's excellent. It it is. It was so nice to finally watch a movie where. Anytime that there was any sort of like 
AI on the screen or they're doing, you know, stuff with, because, uh, you know, they do this thing where uh, certain AI decide that they want to have these, like, human visuals to them or, like, these look right. look characteristics to them. So they get, like, uh, faces and skin um, and, they you know, they wear clo- a lot of clothing and then, like, some of the AI that you can tell that they ha- they just decided not to do that. It would have been nice if we could have had a scene that maybe just talked about that a little bit and maybe that there's some, you know, disagreements uh, between the AI about, no, we need to embrace who we are versus trying to be like the rest of them or if there was some stuff like that. But th- there's enough there that it gets you kind of thinking about this stuff. You know what I mean? Um, but it's it, it, it's it does not break your immersion into the movie even once I'll I'll, I'll stand on that I, I think it is I think visually the movie is incredibly strong um the uh it, it just everything feels like they took their time with that stuff that they that feels like a lived-in world which is really good you know that's a complaint that we have with a lot of uh modern media in general um you know the Asian countries and the cities there look much different than when you see LA and when you see other parts of, um, I think Cal- California in general is mostly what you see in, in the States. Um, but you know, there's different areas to that ver- versus what's going on over there. I don't know if it, it, it's been obvious to you, but this is basically an allegory for Vietnam. It's very much like an anti-war theme, but it's an allegory for Vietnam. Oh, nice. That, like, I hate it. It doesn't even pretend that it's not, and I, I appreciate the effort on that, even if I don't think it follows through 100%. Um, I think that uh, John David Washington, who plays Joshua, I think he's a good actor. Um, I think that he had everything about his character in this that I'm have been able to dissect so far, right? I mean, I've been thinking about this movie since I saw it yesterday. He's good. I even liked him in Tenet, even though I don't like Tenet. I think that he's got charisma. I think he's got what it takes to be a a solid, a, like, A-list actor. Um, you know, he's got Denzel Washington's blood in him. Like, the, the you know, he, he's he's well on his way. I, again, I most of the, the fault in the movie, I don't think, falls on him. Uh, Madeline Voyles who plays Alfie, the little girl, uh, one of the better child actors that I've seen in a long time in a movie. Um, there's a scene towards the end of the movie where she's just like panicking and in tears, right? And it's totally believable. I'm like, it came through. I'm like, congratulations. I was like, you you did it right. So like, I, that's why I say that Gareth Edwards, he shouldn't have written the script for this. They should have had someone come in. At the very least, if he wanted to write it, like if it was kind of his vision, he should have had someone come in to uh, do another draft to help him focus it a little bit more. Um, I rewrite it a time or two. And and ask him, like, hey, let's, let's take a cut. So I, I wrote these characters down. You have Joshua and Alfie, who are your protagonists, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maya, who is Joshua's wife, uh, Haran, who is Ken Watanabe, who's essentially the main AI in, like, he's one of the, the top brass, you could say, in the rebellion against, uh, the, the United States. Um, Colonel Howell, who is the colonel, you know, there's, literally, there's not much to her. She had, like, she lost both That's of her, her sons. Arc, yeah, she's the colonel, yeah. 
she's like evil lady colonel. It's it's so frustrating how like I, I just they could have done a lot more with her. They really could have. Um, you have Drew, who is a friend of Joshua, who once was all in on hating the AI and then fell in love with one of them, which is small spoiler, but you know that's kind of where his character is, and that's all about all you get from him. So because I was kind of like, oh cool, that's such like a interesting change and then there's not much more to his character you know there's a lot unfortunately there's a lot of convenient plot elements that happen too consistently throughout the movie um that are just like man if you had taken just a few more minutes you could have convinced me better uh of certain plot points that happen throughout the movie um and then you have mcbride who is the you know he's the henchman the the second in command to the colonel and those are that's sort of your core central cast like they're the ones that get the most screen time in the movie um there's a few other characters but again like so many of the other characters y- y- they're just not memorable there's nothing there to really like latch on to they just sort of like exist in the movie to help move the plot forward and i i understand that sometimes that's necessary but like because the main cast is pretty weak um like as as i was list that was kind of me listing them off in the order of importance and how I would have structured it uh in giving them sort of more to work with as far as their character development like dang man you know Gareth Edwards should have like given it to James Gunn and been like can you help me with the characters here like I it would have been a little bit better had he done that um and this is why I'm you know I'm I'm always like hounding on this but it's like this this writer director thing uh only needs to happen in indie films because you have to try to save on the budget somewhere. And you can write a decent enough script for an indie film to be able to get away with something like that. Um, especially if you or keep, maybe keep those like, things kind of simple. Know, it, if you have a more refined process to where there's a lot more rewrites for it. to where you It get needs, it dude. It higher. needs something. You, you know don't what I mean? Need, yeah. Maybe that's more of what it was. Uh, now, I, I would... That those Sorry. checks weren't there. Exactly, and and it's not a we need five writers in the writers' room because that becomes too many cooks in the kitchen. I think two, three people. You have a main writer, and then you have one or two assistants. You know, Gareth Edwards has the vision; he knows where he wants to take this. But he has two people that are very excellent. Maybe one of them is a very good character writer, um, and then someone else. Maybe they're just a good editor. They're really good at maybe helping with like the pacing of something. Now, I have to say, part of the pacing does come down to the actual editor so not your your like script editor but your your, your editor at, you know after does production is done typically help with editing too uh like, yeah no. yeah they're gonna watch it and be like hey maybe you can change this a little bit um you know there's just like i know you know more about this than i do but i thought they typically work hand in hand and like piecing it together but do i do i understand that wrong they definitely have well, I wonder if it depends. I want to say that they have help and they do oversight on it. And I, I imagine there are, and it probably depends on the production company, But and someone in the troll room might know, but I would I would imagine, because I'm trying to, to go from like what I think it is versus the way that I would want it. Because like when I edit, I typically don't want anyone telling me anything about it until, but then I also shoot, right? So like I'm shooting i'm editing um like if i was doing an indie film i would probably be well i probably yeah, try you to, really consider yourself a uh a i am an, i'm an auteur. i'm an auteur no <laughs> not at all dude. all it is all it is when you you know when you're at the level like a, at a, a lower level you 
you have to just pick up the slack in places. You have to learn at least the basics of a lot of things because you got to be able to fill in those roles. Yeah. Um, All of a sudden, David just starts releasing slow-mo videos on TikTok. (laughs) Now, yeah, that's a discussion for another time, but there is a difference between the way that you do that in a film versus what you're doing for, like, YouTube videos and sports and other things like that. Um, Right. It's a totally different sort of, like, mindset to a degree. To a degree. Um, So where does this movie fall for you? You know, if you you could think of two other movies, mm. where would you put this between? And I can list them out for you if you'd like. So the first movie, if I was to do like a, because you know I think about this sometimes, but like if I was to do like a Mahler esque breakdown of the creator, one of the movies that I would use to show how you could make the creator a stronger movie would be Aliens, specifically from a character writing perspective, because it's actually not story beats necessarily. But from a character perspective, it's very similar. Mm, okay. You have essentially you have a group of military grunts. One movie gives all of them a personality and gives them all distinct things about them in the course of like ten minutes. Like it's such a solid, it's such solid character writing. And then you have Ridley and the girl that she's trying to protect. And there's something that everything about that just flows really well together. You know, it's about the same length, I think. It's it's about a two-hour movie as well. Um, so there's a lot that you can do there to make it work. Um, so that would be one. So let me let me do it like this. Let and I would probably say Blade Runner for the, okay, so- for creating a better uh AI like humans. Uh, you know, so that's kind of sci-fi thing because you can you can see a little bit of that in there. That would probably be the second one, but I'd have to think about it a little bit more. Okay, well, let me do movies that released this year and tell me on, just as on a general level. Okay, um, where you put them through? Okay, all right. So, uh, is it better, worse, or same as Dungeons and Dragons? Better. Better. For, okay. for, for me, better. Okay, Guardians of the Galaxy three. <sighs> probably about the same. About the same. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but that's Mario. tough. That one's tough. That one's tough. Super uh, Mario Bros. <laughs> I. Oh man. Probably close to the same, but I. There are. I think. I like those movies for different reasons. Okay. Uh, a few more. All right. John yeah. Wick Four. Better. I don't. I don't. Better than John Wick. Yeah. 4. I don't All think right. John, John Wick Four didn't age well for me. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning part. Uh better cuz I think the pacing's way better in this okay. than in Mission Impossible. Last I got two more <laughs> and then we'll be done. All right. Okay. Ext- extraction 2. I like Extraction better. I like Extraction 1 and 2 better. Um but they're not the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. I-, I think that Extraction 1 and 2 have really strong elements and that those movies know exactly what they are. And they execute on that very well. Um, what about and though Blue Beetle? Hang on, let me say this one. This thing though, it, the first extraction has very similar. I, okay, so if we were talking three movies right now, and I'm glad you mentioned Extraction. Um, if we were talking three movies right now, that I would sort of like stack up as like if you took the elements from those movies and sort of applied them similarly in the creator, you would probably have a movie that I could give like a nine. 
if okay. that existed. Um, I, I don't think this movie lives up to any of the hype. I've seen people calling it a masterpiece. I don't think it's a masterpiece. I think it's a masterclass in sort of the cinematography aspect of it. Like I said, visually, this movie is one of the best that I've seen in a while. And um, world building. And I think there is strong world building in it. I think there are elements that aren't as good, but again, I think a lot of that comes back to the character writing. Um, and because that's not as strong, they and they just didn't focus enough on really getting me invested in the world that I was in. Um, but if you took Aliens, um, Blade Runner, and the first Extraction movie, and you took what I believe makes those three movies as strong as they are, and you applied those things to the creator, I think you would have had a far better movie. Um, and... I think, dude, when we talk about criticism, right, we have to have a standard of, like, what we're looking up to, and I think that those are good standards for that. You've got Aliens for what it does for character writing. You've got Blade Runner for world building, and you've got um, Extraction for the relationship between the, you know, the what you would call the wolf and pup relationship, because that's kind of the idea of the movie the same way God of War did that. Uh, the new, the new two, the two new ones, uh, where you have a relationship between a, a mature, sort of disillusioned character and a young, uh, hopeful, innocent, like child, like that kind of character. Um, How does this movie stack up with Transformers? Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but not I, Transformers. Oh. I'm sorry, uh, Terminator. Which Terminator? The second one? First one. Well, it it doesn't fall into the same category. I think those movies are still stronger. I think they've got stronger okay. plot elements. I, I it's definitely not better than Terminator Two, Ter, dude. Terminator Two and Aliens for me are like, it would oh, take yeah. The top. If it's up there with like Empire for me, like when people come out all the time and they're like, this is better than like this Star Wars thing that is new is better than Empire. I'm like, you're not correct about that. And I just it's like, like you got Empire, Barbie, Terminator. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um. I I love character writing and I, I and I don't want to tell you yet. We're you'll find out later this year. I want to watch it again. Cuz there's some stuff I need to kind of How about this? How about I'll watch it cuz you pump me up for it, you know, and yeah. I'll watch it and finish it and then the next time we come on, we'll talk about Ahsoka, Will of Time and then I'll give my thoughts on the creator and we can dive into into it more. We don't have sure. to do like a deep breakdown with Ahsoka or Will me... of Time. Just do some general thoughts and like because it'll be over by the next the time we wrap. record. Yep, yep. The last two episode, the last episode premieres tomorrow for Ahsoka and this Friday for Will of Time. I oh. hope. I hope. I think they're only supposed to be eight episodes. Okay, so I think I've covered just about everything. Let me just check real quick. Studio interference. Got that already. Um, yeah, there's just some some stuff that it'll give me enough time to watch it again. I think because I man, I kind of wish I'd been able to see it in IMAX. Like, just from a visual... I, and, listen, everybody knows how I am about this stuff. I I was just happy to see something, man, that got at least close to the goal. Like, as something that had... It, it's, it's disappointing because it had so much to p- potential to be, like, a modern sci-fi classic. So mm-hmm. much potential. Um, but it just misses the mark in some places that are really, really important to get into that Critical. 8, 9, 10 category for me. Yeah. Um, and so I think overall, I guess I've been going back and forth does, with does it. Does it sit in the same place to you, like, 
as One Piece, or do you find One Piece better? I know they're two uh, different. <laughs> the character writing's better in One Piece. Uh, I okay. think visually, so you think creator's One Piece better. Is a step up from the creator. Uh, like whole story and character writing. Yeah, everything considered world building too. Yeah, visually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there's much deeper, well thought out, caring development of characters in one piece than there is in the creator and that again that's what i'm saying man it's like there are listen between now one piece um uh arcane i'm sure i'm missing something and i would probably say house of the dragon which i got jake d to watch this week by the way (laughs) he's been texting me all week just being like oh i can't believe this moment or oh man damon's wife or blah blah, blah." you know what i mean it's been pretty funny um yeah man I it, it it's I'm so frustrated with elements of this movie. Um I think they you know it sucks on one hand because I I think the writer strike hurt this movie because or the actors and the writer strike it hurt this movie because no one could really do um marketing for it. So they had trailers but they couldn't do the marketing for it. And I think it hurt the box office for this movie quite a bit. Um, I, I just, it's not one of those things now, like I'm, I'm most, I just, oh, it was so close, so close to being what it needed to be, to be like solid eight. You know what I mean? Yep. But it just, it falls into like a 6.5 ish. Like I can't quite give it a seven, but the visuals and like a lot of that aspect and what, where the, the the marks are it it puts it above average for me but not far enough into a category of being able to say you know this is solid it's it's at least a solid seven like absolutely recommend it's got some issues but it's not enough for me to tell you that it's not worth it now when it when it comes out on like streaming or if like you go to a matinee probably worth it in that case I, I don't think that anyone that watches this is just gonna be like utterly disappointed in it maybe Mahler will be but I think that there's enough there and it and this is not a part of my rating at all but I am happy this movie exists because again like I was saying because of the camera that they use for this um, it shows that there is potential now for someone to be able to take like a small amount of money and potentially start making indie films that could absolutely do well that's what's up and I love I I love that and it's why it's like it's why this movie is so frustrating because it's like it could have been really something special and I think that whether it was studio interference or just like a lack of ability because like Gareth Edwards has only written two movies I'm pretty sure he's only written two like he 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 wrote this and he wrote his sort of like not his debut, but the movie that put him into the spotlight. It's called Monsters, which doesn't even have a lot of writing in it. It's it's actually a, it's kind of an indie flick. Um, it's really cool visually. Again, I think like I was saying, he's got an, a, at least some sort of eye when it comes to a lot of that. But they should have brought in somebody to professionally write this movie and like give it a little bit more depth and a little bit more character. And they should have. I think, man, it's like one of those things that they could have spent a little more time on it got that script up to a really just really something special and I think that would have put it over the edge as like something that that I would have been talking about for years to come and from a visual perspective I will but like it'll always be with that caveat of like 
the character writing's not great. But this is a standard as far as like we want this standard for visuals. Now give us yeah. give us writing and that lives up to that. Out of it. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's ultimately where I landed on it, man. And I I know a lot of people like especially in sort of like the like I'm a film critic. Like people are really into it. I just don't think it's that good and I think that I would be able with enough time to like sit down and like break it down. I could bring more people to my side to be like the character writing's just not that good. Let's do that for so. the next uh episode. I'll like I said, I'll watch it. Then I won't spoil too much. We'll leave it we'll leave it at that. It further. Yeah. And by the way, just to follow up with something I said earlier, I was actually wrong on the uh Will of Time season two numbers. They're actually worse than what I said. <laughs> they're uh essentially fifty there's a fifty six percent drop from season one to season two. <laughs> well on that note, Joseph, uh, we will not be recording next week because I'll be in Brazil the yeah. following week, which is he's the... in our tour, so he's going down there to film. Yeah. Um, the following week, so the sixteenth, we will be back. So enjoy your Columbus slash Indigenous Peoples Day on the ninth next week. We're taking up for Indigenous Peoples Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's too. Funny. Um, we'll be back on the sixteenth. We'll do a more in-depth breakdown of this, which will be good because it'll give me time to maybe watch it a couple more times, um, get some material together, and we'll we'll do something pretty big for it, I think. That'll be fun. Um, and until then, y'all take it easy. See ya.